Good morning, friends. You guys know that I am always talking about the subconscious mind, right? That's like 90% of my content. It's my huge focus in this life. It's what I'm good at, is helping people release those stories they're telling themselves. But today, I wanna take a little bit of a detour. Um, we're still talking about the subconscious, but I wanna talk to you about one thing that you can do today to help you from falling prey to these false stories and limiting beliefs that are going on in your head. So let's get started on that. You guys are going to love it. Here we go. Hey friend, welcome to Deep Healing for Creative Entrepreneurs. My name is Aubrey Barr and I am a subconscious release technique practitioner and photography business owner. I know you are sick of ending your day feeling overwhelmed and exhausted, and you are seeking a solution to help you feel creatively inspired and actively engaged in your business as well as personal life. In this podcast, we are going to dig into any limiting beliefs or subconscious programs that are keeping you in a space filled with anxiety and stress. This work is not a temporary solution for your life, no. This is a complete transformation. So grab your coffee or tea and let's start you on the road to healing. And let me just say, you can do this, you are worth it, and you are meant to thrive in life and business. So let's dig in. I wanna take you on a little journey through time here to start. Um, I want you to think about when you were a child and thoughts came into your head. Let's say you're at school and maybe something isn't going right. Maybe you get a bad grade on something and you just think, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. Or, you know, this is proof that I can't do this. I suck at math. I am not talented. I am not good at this. Whatever comes up in your head. And you know what? Even um, the people who are academically really good at these things, they still have these thoughts, right? No one is immune to the kinds of thoughts that come into your head about self-criticism and what you could do better or what you've done wrong. Man, it is just a mountain of negative things that come into our head. So as you're thinking about this, you're thinking about being a child and how those freely just come in all the time. And we have this like uh, immaturity about us. Um, it's not quite emotional immaturity, um, spiritual immaturity, whatever it is, it kind of is just like this vague thing to say, I know, but when we're kids, this idea that these thoughts that come into your head are not yours. Like, is that even something that comes in your head when you're a kid? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a child that was like, oh, I just brushed it aside because that's not how I like to think. <laughs> I mean, that would be incredible. Let's be honest, that would be incredible. Even as a mom raising a child that's very aware of these kind of things, the thoughts going on in her head and the stories being told, even then it's hard for me to help her understand how to disconnect from those, right? Because, you know, a lot of us are perfectionists. A lot of us are highly critical, highly critical of ourselves, right? Even more so than others. But as we age and even past teenagers, same thing, right? Same thing. You're always 
playing on those thoughts. You're always um, deeply connecting emotionally to those thoughts, right? Now, not only are you really bad at math, but you're also a really bad person because you're so bad at math, right? Like these stories, they just get more extravagant. Um, They're so negative and they have such a energetic pull to them that they only grow when we think about them, right? So if you know now, as an adult, you're listening to this podcast, you know that those negative thoughts and ideas about ourselves have this extreme magnetic pull to them. Like for instance, have you ever noticed that when you're trying to channel something good in, when you're trying to maybe do your gratitudes that I you know, harp on all the time, um, or you're trying to change your vibration into something better, right? When you're trying to do that, you have to put a little bit of effort into it right? You have to kind of really feel into it. You have to really raise up your that vibration at a level that you're not at right now. And it's kind of difficult. It's not so difficult to lower your vibration, right? You're, you're going to naturally bring it down when some of these negative thoughts come up. So that's what I mean when I say that there is this really strong magnetic kind of pull towards those negative thoughts. And the biggest problem with that is when we focus on something, it grows. This is just the way it is. Um, So if you're focusing on something super negative, the I'm not going to say the chances of that happening because a lot of times we're overreacting. So I don't want to say the chances of that happening are bigger necessarily, but the chance that you're going to be in a crappy mood is exponentially bigger. I mean, we can definitely say that, right? The the chances of you getting stuck in this low vibration for weeks at a time uh, is huge. It might turn into depression at that point. Um, people are in more pain at that point because they're not getting sleep. They're not getting the their basic needs met, right? So you really want to go away from those negative thoughts before they overtake everything because it just has that capacity to do that. But, you know, there's something to mind over matter. And that's what I'm getting at here. So one thing that you can do that is going to help you with those specifically the negative thoughts that come into your head. I want you to start separating yourself from your subconscious. I know that sounds nuts. I do. I mean, I've been there. I lived most of my life (laughs) thinking that those two were the same things. But now, now I'm older and I'm wiser just in the last few years. But if you can say to yourself, that's not the way I think anymore. Thank you, but that's not me anymore, right? You can use words to help separate yourself from whatever's going on in your head. You can also use actions to help separate from whatever's going on in your head. So stopping what you're doing and doing something fulfilling to help raise your vibration, stopping what you're doing and maybe uh, do some gratitudes, you know, and kind of bring that joy and that love back into your heart. That's going to help you fight it. It's going to help you separate that. Now I'm not talking about like chaos over something like a, you know, serious trauma that's going on. Obviously you have to logically go with whatever's going on. But if this thought just comes in and just takes over and you totally feel like a different person, acknowledge that that is a different person. That's not you. 
right? Uh, unless you want to be that person, <laughs> then that can be you. It can be all you have to do is feed into it. Just keep feeding into that negative and you're going to always feel that negative. For me though, this is as simple as just saying, that's not me or that's not my my thought. And, and I find myself very funny, okay? So everyone's gonna have their own personality in this, but I actually laugh about it. I'm like, yeah, this is my Gemini side. And I'm like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't belong here, no thank you. Um, I do say no thank you a lot. But yeah, just being able to say, hey, you know what? That's not me. But going back to when you're a kid, you can see how this concept, and some of you guys are still here, mindset wise, okay? And that's totally fine. We're here to stop that. This is supposed to be inspirational and educational for you to be able to move past that. But just thinking back when you were a kid, like I can see a distinct difference in that. I thought everything that came into my head, okay, I knew it wasn't always truth, but I thought it was just me. It was just like, man, I just took everything so, uh, let's say there was a lot of basis on anxiety, like in worry you know, about the next thing. Like I was a small kid and I'm worrying about, you know, what we're having for dinner or, you know, just being able to afford groceries. I'm like, why am I an eight-year-old worried about affording groceries just because I heard some conversations from my parents? That's ridiculous, right? But when those come in your head, when you're young, you're like, oh man, you know, let me think about that for a minute. Let me overthink about that for a minute. And, and a lot of us became addicted to overthinking. I have a ton of clients. I just attract people like this, which is fine because it's me. It's me. But just feeling like they have to overthink everything. And it's almost like you need to clear up the cloudiness going on in your head just to be able to not overthink it. In fact, anytime I get on a call with someone in my course or um, individually, like for their one-on-ones, uh, I can see them starting to write things down that we clear. And I'm totally fine with that. Like you can write things down if you want to, you know, keep that documentation for yourself or you want to be able to remember back to that like aha moment when we finally got rid of this program that's been plaguing you for years. I get that. I've totally been there hundred percent. But what I always tell those people at the end of the call is look, all that stuff you wrote down, everything on that piece of paper, we got rid of. So if you wanna keep that for your own stuff, that's fine, but please do not look at that and give yourself shame and give yourself like, try to think out like, well, why did I think that? Or why did I attach, you know, anxiety to this story? Or why did I, you know, it's just like, don't do it. Just let it go. We've got to be able to let things go too, but we almost have to un learn that thought process that we gained when we were kids thinking that everything that came in our head we had to own it as a belief system or a fact or a reality of something that will definitely happen right i mean it's just ridiculous and i wouldn't expect a child to be able to differentiate between those because i do feel like it comes with time and understanding and diving into work like this before you can really see that difference. But if you are on that path to get there, my biggest advice is to be able to separate your thoughts from your subconscious thoughts and really just start to recognize 
when your subconscious is going on a crazy rampage. <laughs> because the more you learn about yourself and the differences between who you really are and what your past and your subconscious is trying to tell you you are, the bigger and faster changes you're going to make in life. So, okay, guys, that's all I wanted to say today. I feel like it's super profound and I feel like there is almost an understanding that needs to happen if you are on this journey with me. So I really hope that you take this to heart and think about it as you go throughout the day and just try to utilize it the best you can. Try to make that separation between the two worlds. I have so many amazing things happening in Deep Healing for the Creative Soul. I absolutely would love to have you in there. If you need more help deciphering between what's going on in your head and your subconscious and just being able to filter out those thoughts that are taking up a huge chunk of your day, a huge chunk of your creativity and your productivity and just being able to let them go gracefully. This is a spot for you. So I'll leave um, my link to schedule in the show notes from this episode. And I hope you guys will get in touch with me and see if this is a good fit for you. All right, guys, have a beautiful week. We will talk again soon. I hope this podcast spoke to you in some way. If it did, please go ahead and leave me a review and subscribe so that I know you're enjoying what you hear. And further, if you know somebody else who owns their own creative business and struggles with anything that we spoke about, please pass this on because it is my hope that we will be able to build a community of like-minded individuals who love on each other and appreciate the many facets that make our creative business so unique. And lastly, check out the show notes to find my free Facebook community and other useful links to work with me. All right, friend, see you soon.